Hello and welcome to Cosmos Science Daily, where journalists at the Cosmos Newsroom report on the latest research and discoveries and explain the science behind the headline news. Today's Newsroom journalist and Master of Physics graduate, Evram Yazgin, is unpacking machine learning in medicine. And I am Dr. Sophie Calabretto, applied mathematician and fluid mechanist, who is still a wee bit dubious about our newfound love for machine learning. So, machine learning and AI are hot topics in computer science with applications in many fields. In medicine, we're beginning to use machine learning algorithms to help better inform physicians, and this new technology could help us save lives and speed up recovery. Okay, Evram, this sounds important, but I need you to take us back to the beginning. What exactly is machine learning? Yeah, that's a good place to start. So, uh, basically, uh, machine learning is software, a program, an algorithm which uses huge amounts of data to learn something about a particular topic. One type of machine learning is uh, known as deep learning. Uh, Deep learning has emerged around the last 10 years, and it actually mimics how the brain works. So it mimics the neurological pathways inside a human brain to analyze data. Okay, and brains hold a vast trove of data. That's right. We're constantly storing data with our eyes, our ears, our sense of smell, etc. And you can imagine that a deep learning AI would do the same thing. Uh, you can imagine that there mm-hmm. are billions and billions of images, videos, tweets, etc. on social media, for example. And a machine learning algorithm could use that data to distill or learn information about human society. You Mm -hmm. could ask it to look at particular aspects to make a certain analysis. For example, you could write a program to ask, why do people love cats? And I'm sure there'd be more than enough material. Do you know what? That actually sounds like a really good use of machine learning to me. But back to the problem at hand, how can this be used in medicine? Well, I hope I don't offend any of my fellow humans (laughs) listening but we're just not built to store and analyze the huge volumes of data Mm -hmm. that you find in medicine. In medicine, you have huge stores of data, tons of data from medical scans to imagery to written reports and the like. Um, So machine learning can help take in all of that info and spit out relevant assessments of patient conditions, outcomes, prognosis, those kinds of things. Okay, so what I'm hearing you say to me, Evram, and I really hope this is true, soon doctors will be replaced by robots. Not quite. Okay. So you won't walk into an operating theatre and be greeted by a computer on wheels just yet. Um, The idea is that the program complements a human doctor's experience and judgment. Uh, So the two things work in tandem to give you a a better overall uh, analysis. Okay, so this sounds pretty good in theory and even to a, an AI or machine learning skeptic, but is this actually being used right now? Yeah, so um, th- there are different um, medical professionals around the world who are beginning to look into this. Cosmos recently spoke with a combination of neurosurgeons and data scientists at uh, the University of Pittsburgh who have done research on using machine learning uh, to treat traumatic brain injury. Uh, their machine learning model actually significantly outperformed a group of neurosurgeons who were shown the same data sets. Whoa, okay. So the machine learning model, um, it takes data from uh, images of traumatic brain injuries from within the first few hours of uh, the injury. But you're also starting to see 
all sorts of different applications pop up in the medical field. Scientists hope that machine learning can be used to help treat cancer, make pregnancy safer, or even solve problems such as COVID. Okay, so how do we keep checks on things to make sure the machine learning is actually helping people and we avoid one of those kind of Terminator-style disasters that we've, we've seen in those documentaries about the Terminator? <laughs> yeah, that's right, those documentary films. That's um, right, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger as himself, the Terminator. Exactly. So the first thing with machine learning is that you need lots of data. Yeah. Uh, and in medicine, this means data from a large patient cohort. Small data set equals bad. This is a case of more is better. And that ensures that you pick up on slight differences in genetics, sex, other medical history, all things which can make a difference in prognoses and how you actually treat different patients. Okay, so we're talking about a lot of things that have to do with, uh, I guess, history about people, including their medical histories and their personal information. And also we have this this AI as an undercurrent. Where's the legislation around this? Yeah, it's a great question. So unfortunately, this is probably not keeping up with tech everywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, last year, the Australian Human Rights Commission uh, recommended the establishment of an AI commissioner to keep across this. Okay. But generally speaking, in medicine, there are well-established frameworks. Sure. Uh, you have the FDA in the United States, which is there to make sure technologies are safe and effective before being used in real life or death scenarios. Yeah. In the US, uh, about 150 artificial intelligence or machine learning-based tools have already been approved. Okay. The equivalent of the FDA in Australia is the Therapeutic Goods Administration, but at the moment, AI and machine learning are lumped in with other software uh, in an act which was written in 1989. Okay. Yeah, so there is potentially a bit of a dangerous situation where the regulations on this are lagging behind uh, the speed at which amazing new tech is being developed. So that needs to be turned around, I think. Sure. So it is It is really interesting, but it sounds like at least in terms of regulation, we've got a little bit of catching up to do. But there you go. Thank you, Evram. I'm slightly less concerned about this form of AI than I was when we started. And so that's thank very you. good. And thank you to everyone for listening. So be sure to keep an ear out for our next installment of Cosmos Science Daily. This podcast was brought to you by Cosmos, a publication of the Royal Institution of Australia. wondered how old the Earth is and how we know, or exactly how popping candy works? From Listener and Cosmos magazine comes Huh? Science Explained, a weekly podcast where we answer all of life's questions, big and small, no lab coats required, and we'll do it in 10 minutes or less. Search Huh? Science Explained, download the Listener app now and listen for free. Listener.